Hey guys, what's up? It's me again. Um, so I kind of nerfed up last time. I was going to tell you that stupid fucking water story. Um, and I'm going to tell it at the beginning of this one instead. Um, just because then we get it out of the way and I don't forget it again. Okay, okay. Let's get our water here. While we're talking about why you need to drink more water. So get your water, get your your drink, whatever energy drink, coffee, tea, whatever, soda, um, wine, depending on what time of the evening it is or whenever, wherever the fuck you're at. Um, so yeah, water story. We're going to tell this, I was supposed to tell it at the end of the last one, and I apologize. Um, I was going to tell it, th these things only have limits on like, it's I think it's like 60 minutes it'll record me for. So I'm going to get right into this story. So the water story is about a thing that happened at my work because we have a public restroom. There's a men's and a women's. Uh, we're by no level at all like like bathroom Nazis or bathroom police. So nobody watches who goes into what bathroom because nobody cares. No one gives a shit. And so it's like <laughs> this is the dumbest fucking nastiest goddamn story ever dehydration I've ever told in my life or had to experience really so I get all right I did like four hours of massage I'm tired as fuck I get out I'm about to go on my break I get out and I see one of my friends who's a front desk associate uh and she said Bailey hey Bailey and I'm like what She's like, go look in the bathroom, the woman's bathroom. As she's going into the men's bathroom, because she has to pee really bad, she's like, I'm going to the men's room, but dude, just go look in the uh, women's bathroom real quick. Uh, you gotta see that. I can't, I can't even deal with it right now. So I peek my head in there, and there's this giant fucking solid black, almost like pop can width, and almost eight inch turd sticking out of this toilet. Um, I don't know. I was worried for whoever left that because they are bleeding somewhere and they possibly were injured. And I'm like, someone's asshole is bleeding somewhere. So I don't know who did this, but goddamn. And so I'm like, oh my God. I say, I get out of there. I go wash my hands. I go up front. We had had a really fucked up Friday. Okay, and we were busy and everyone's exhausted. Um, my one boss and the manager are sitting in the office talking about something. And I'm like, hey guys, uh, I know this has been a really weird Friday, but I'm going to need you two to go look in the women's bathroom because I can't deal with what's in there right now and it needs to be taken care of. And so they're like, oh shit, here we go. There they go. They hurry up and get to the back. And the moment he steps in, he's like, holy shit. And literally, holy shit. Like, and my, my one uh, manager was like, oh, I can't believe someone, like, shit this out of them. Someone's injured somewhere. I'm like, that's what I said. Someone is injured, possibly needs medical attention because I don't know how they survived taking this shit, okay? That's the bottom line. Whoever took this shit, this is how it ties into the water story. Water is so important in your in your for your body and your diet. Uh, it makes sure everything's nice and lubricated. Your brain needs it to function. Your muscles need it. You're made up mostly of water. Um, 
And the bottom line is, if you're super dehydrated and take a massive shit, uh, it's going to be very condensed, um, and it's going to be, like, very solid, and it's probably going to tear a little bit, and whoever did this had a, like, must have been constipated too, because you'll get constipated if you're dehydrated, and it was solid black, like, charcoal black, which almost made me think that somewhere in their digestive tract they're bleeding somewhere because it was so, like, dark, you know how dead blood looks, uh, you know, after it's been digested, that's why they say black stool should be checked out or whatever if you have it. So, um, and they tried to flush it several times that it would not go away. It was stuck to the porcelain because whoever did this was extremely unhealthy, apparently, and really constipated. But guys, drink more water and this shit will not happen. So then when I go into the bathroom, I don't have to have your shit staring me in the face that's why you need to drink more water, bitch. Because then we won't have this nasty, disgusting situation go down in the bathroom. And that's all I gotta say. That's the water story. Someone took a massive, like, possibly life-threatening shit. And because they were so dehydrated, it would not, like, flush. They probably panicked and, like, left or whatever. We literally had to scrape that bitch off with the toilet brush. It was so nasty. So please, guys, drink lots of water. Not too much water. Like, I usually drink up to maybe half a gallon or a gallon a day. So, like, these, like, a liter bottle, like, 33.8, like, ounces or some shit like that. Or, like, a quarter of water or whatever. Uh, yeah, just drink drink plenty of water. Keep your, your body hydrated. So then we don't have these disgusting-ass situations going down the people involved if you ever hear this you know what i'm talking about you were there we saw it it eventually did go down but it took a long time and a lot of like toilet cleaner to get that bitch off there and it's disgusting it was disgusting but i seriously my managers and i were like who where is this person are they okay <laughs> like it was listen like everybody shits okay but oh my god it was bad so that's the water story, everybody. Nice and nasty uh, to start this episode off with. But that's the end of the water story. So just stay hydrated, everybody. Take a drink of your, your water. I'm going to do one right now, okay? I'll drink. take a drink right now. Ah, there we go. Drinking the water. I like coffee, though, too. That's That's been happening a lot lately. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry it took forever for me to post that. Um, I'll make sure to title this water story, um, add it on to this. I'll make sure to put it in the title so you know which one to listen to. Um, so I've been thinking I might want to move to Colorado, um, soon. Because it's beautiful there and I feel like it's like where I need to be. I would move to California. But it's so overpopulated and it's so expensive to live there. Like maybe in the future I'll visit there and live there a couple months. Or maybe in the future if I have enough money I'll stay there. But right now Colorado seems the most affordable. Um, where, you know, it's very pro- uh, weed use but also it's beautiful and there's a good quality of life and for my type of work 
it would be nice to go there. Um, I probably won't do it. I thought about moving. I want to have one more Christmas here with my family. Um, I thought about maybe moving after December at some point. After I save up enough money. You know, I could always move back. Thought about just transferring my college credits <clears throat> and applying to the Denver University of Denver or something like that. Or maybe finding a community college to go to there. Um, and just maybe doing some room and board shit too. Um, which would still require me to move there, but then I could just finish school too. But I don't know if I want to just start school right away moving to Denver. Or if I want to work and live there a little while and then go back to school, I don't know. I need to find out. I have a couple of people I need to ask if they wanted to move too. And then uh, probably gonna, maybe if, if that doesn't work out, just move by myself. But I need to probably find a roommate. Because though it is not as expensive as California, it's pretty fucking expensive. I thought about like Fort Collins or... Pueblo or Littleton or something else. I don't want to live in fucking Denver. I could always drive into Denver if I need to. Though it was beautiful when we stayed there. It was, it was very nice. Y'all are crazy out there. Love you to death. And if I keep doing this podcast, if I'm encouraged, I feel like this is a good thing. I know I've been, I haven't recorded a session in a while, but here we are finally. I'll probably double session today actually to catch up. So there might be a double episode drop or something like that. Uh, but yeah. Whew. I've been kind of sick lately, guys. <coughs> um, I've had like a really bad sinus infection going on. And uh, I'm taking antibiotics for it, but a nasal spray, but... So if you hear me sniffling around in this episode, it's it's still happening. I woke up literally at like 3.25 a.m. and had to use my nasal spray and get water because I could not fucking breathe out of my nose. It was so bad. So if I sound a bit congested, that's why. Um, but yeah, I had a friend suggest maybe doing um, YouTube videos again. And just doing kind of what Jeffree Star does. Where he puts like a picture of his dogs up. Uh, while he's smoking. And I might not, you know what, maybe I'll just not mention it at all into the video. And just start making videos. You know, and maybe not. I don't really want to make it about weed. Because it's not. It's about like my expression of my personality. And, you know, sharing opinions and learning things. I feel like you could learn so much from fucking YouTube. Like, you could YouTube how to change your oil, change a tire, um, you know, CPR if you're in a flash. That's cool as- f I know. I know that sounds dumb, but if you're really in a hurry, just be like, Google or Surrey or whatever. How do I do CPR? And then hopefully, if you have good signal, that could save people's fucking lives. Uh, I'm sure there's stories of it. If you don't know how to do it, try and Google it real quick. I'm sure uh, if you have a really good smartphone, probably, you could be like, Suri, 
look up instructions for CPR and call like 911 or whatever. That'd be cool as fuck. Your phone's calling 911, talking to the paramedics, saying what's going on. You're talking to the paramedics. The phone's also t teaching you how to do CPR while you're waiting for the ambulance. Like, that's for like a dumbass though. Like, I suppose, or someone that's not certified or doesn't know what they're doing. I'm just saying that's fucking cool. And I feel like we need to use a utilize. We have all the knowledge of the world in our hand all the time, but we waste it. We're on, and I know I do it too on Snapchat. I almost wanted to delete Facebook because I really just use it now for like, sometimes people get in contact with me there and message me, but also like, I really only use it to watch animal videos and funny shit, that's it. Vines and whatnot. But, oh, it's whatever. I'll keep it open, but I really don't use Facebook anymore, but we waste it. All the knowledge of the world, even if it's from WikiLeaks, I don't give a fuck. A lot of that stuff is accurate. <clears throat> like if it's some sciencey shit, some of it's, or at least most of it's going to be slightly accurate because there are people that write those pages and edit them and are actually editing them for what they need. Yeah, not all of them are correct and some of them are bullshit, but that's a lot of, that's the vastness of the information of the world combined. Calculators and fucking tools to your, expo you know, for your exposal or, uh, fuck. At your exposal, sorry. Um, so it's like, I don't know. I feel like we wasted a lot. So I didn't know this too, though. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> Definitely not me dying. <coughs> not, not at all. Um, so this cool thing I saw, there's a bunch of people that think artificial intelligence is going to take over the planet. <coughs> that it's only a matter of time till it happens and like they're probably right but maybe that's what's supposed to happen you know maybe this is like the next step in evolution is the blurring between the mechanical and the artificial with the organic maybe this is it maybe we're gonna become the fucking Borg y'all that would be collective consciousness then again people would always know when you're lying or or, uh, you know, all your thoughts, your passions, your desires, your ambitions all the time, your emotions. So you couldn't, you couldn't ever keep anything private that way with a shared intelligence. But it would make us more efficient. We'd be like bees and ants and, and, uh, shit like that where there's pretty much a collective consciousness and intelligent, massive, uh, organisms working as one force. <laughs> Armies are kind of like that. If you think of ants and armies, they're uh, they're pretty this pretty similar in the way they try to run it. It's a good tactic. If all the ants in the world decided that they were gonna fucking kill us, we were, we'd be screwed. Fuck, you know they talk about the movie The Birds uh, from Alfred Hitchcock, where all the birds start like attacking people and killing them. Uh, you know I'm not worried about birds so much. I mean, it's pretty bad since, you know, they, they can go anywhere in the world, but I'd be worried about ants. They're so tiny. That'd be more horrifying to me. Um, but yeah. I don't know about you, but that'd be way more scary. Someone make a... I'm sure there's been fucking movies of it. I remember in the uh, one of the Mummy movies, uh, 
where this guy gets eaten by those scarab beetles. That shit was scary to me, like, when I first saw those movies. The scarab beetles that, like, eat flesh and shit. That would be fucking horrifying. The one guy, like, he's, like, running down this ramp or something in this temple. And this whole, like, sea of these beetles is, like, chasing these people. And he trips up and falls and they fucking run over him. And when they get off him, there's, like, bones and hot tissue left and his skin's gone he's like dead and everyone's like fuck and they're running yeah that's why that shit's horrifying don't be scared of birds and other large animals you need to be scared of the tiny ones the even even tinier than insects uh like organisms bacteria viruses the smaller i feel like the smaller the animal the more deadly they are i mean look at the black plague for instance it wasn't just the mice and rats it was the fleas on those animals. And it was the disease being carried inside the fleas, okay? So, Black Plague fucking horrified us. Killed <clears throat> millions of people. And then the Huns came over to take shit over. Um, and Genghis Khan, uh, even though he's a goddamn you know, fucking lunatic sometimes. Cool, cool story. The story of Genghis Khan, but he fucked lots of women and did lots of horrible shit. But I mean, that's the way of war, I suppose, back then. But also, he's kind of a military genius in a way because they discovered that people were sick inside this, uh, in the, in the castles or whatever, protecting them. He's like, oh, the corpses that these people are taking out and the fucking um, uh, the disease that they're trying to you know quelch down or whatever is in these bodies we need to fight them with their own fucking dead and they end up sh like slingshotting or catapulting these bodies of these infected corpses over the uh the sides of these castles into them and started getting people sick and they're like that's like the first biochemical warfare that ever happened infected corpses yep cool shit right um yeah so anyway <sighs> my friend uh I don't want to say his name, but my one friend, uh, we both, he works at the front desk, and I, uh, used to think about leaving in, like, February to go to California with this guy. I'm kind of worried. I feel like if we both left in February, it'd be like we're experiencing the same trip, but to two different locations at the same time, and it would make me super teary. My one, and also, he and I both lost... A good friend uh, at work she's moved on to another place of employment you know luck be with her I wish her the best I'm excited for her she's kind of expanding her knowledge of things she's doing stuff like cupping and more holistic medicine um, and it's closer to her home because right now when she was working with us she was driving like an hour to work which is pretty hardcore that's a lot of driving It's a lot of driving and now that this is closer to her home I'm happy for her but it's sad because she's 
worked there for five years and she's one of my really close friends and I love her to death. We're ride or die bitches, okay? The same as me and this other gentleman were ride or die bitches. Is what we's, we's tight as fuck. We're good friends. Um, uh, and so I'm gonna miss her. I'll miss seeing her every week. I know we're still gonna see each other. It's still depressing. I'm getting over it. Let me get through it, okay? She's gonna listen to this and be like, bitch, it's fine. We're still gonna see each other. I know that. In my mind, I know that, okay? It's just sad. But I'm glad you can make it up. Make it out of there and get closer to home and kind of explore more more areas of our, our field of uh, our career field you know I'm excited to hear your progress and maybe be tested out on like some of the cupping and stuff um, and the tissue the different holistic tissue body work stuff um, but yeah so he and I were sad he got a massage from her and then it was her last day and he was crying and I felt really bad because he came out of the session and I had to go grab my uh, client and he's like fine ignore me then and I'm like I'm, I'm sorry I, I'm working <laughs> and he just kind of walked past me and I felt like a bitch but I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry you're upset I'm upset too I'm not gonna cry though like I know I'm going to fucking see her it's gonna happen she's like we've already talked about it and I'm just happy that she can get out of there and you know do her own thing at another place and try new stuff I'm excited oh man so yeah um so I'm trying to save money to move uh, move to Colorado I feel like it's my next step and I feel like I need to get out on my own, do my own thing. I gotta transfer my license over uh, and whatnot. And then uh, should be good to go. I feel like I'll do really well in Colorado. Thought about moving to a place called The Vale, Colorado, which I heard everybody's told me it's supposed to be one of the most beautiful places in Colorado is The Vale, Colorado. Um, and they had like a bunch of resort spas hiring for therapists, full-time therapists. Some of them offered room and board for full-time. And I was like, God damn, that would be the shit. But this is like the next step in my life, my life adventure is moving. I feel sad though, because I feel like I'm leaving my friends and family here. And it's not like I'm not going to talk to them or you know, see them, you know, during holidays and whatnot, or for when visiting happens, but it's gonna be sad, and I'll be probably still doing this podcast, so you guys will get to hear everything that's going on, but, so I'm just kind of trying to process that right now in my mind, leaving. It needs to happen, though. I need to get out and do my own thing. I need to go towards the winds of destiny follow them let them take me wherever I need to go or some corny shit like that but my friend and I he the one that's wanting to move to California in, in February or somewhere around then um, I'm scared for him I think and we talked about this the other night he and I were texting and I was like 
we're both in the same boat, but it's it's like we're scared out of our fucking minds, but we're hopeful because this is what life's about, you know? Two kids, I think he's just one year younger than me, two kids getting out on our own. He'll be... He'll be 21 by the time he moves, so he'll be legal age to drink and all kinds of stuff. I'll be 22 this year. I think there's a Taylor Swift song about that. I can't remember what it's called, though. It's, it's something about 22, feeling 22 or some shit. I don't know. I can't remember, but yeah everybody's I haven't really discussed this with anyone at work a whole lot besides him and maybe one other person um <clears throat> I just feel like this is the right thing you know uh to spread myself out this is my next step in my life and I feel like it's the right thing to do it'll be sad leaving everybody but and I know my parents are gonna be like scared cause you know their kid or whatever but it's time to go you know fate is uh telling me it's time and it's not like I won't know anybody in Colorado I made tons of friends when we went there and I'm like okay personality wise I'm a lot like my mother I'm like an extrovert that's taught or an introvert that's taught herself to extrovert very well but we could turn that shit off in a heartbeat if we need to, to focus on stuff. Um, so, like, I'm really good at making friends and being friendly and being somewhat popular, having somewhat of a social life. Uh, I love to party, but sometimes I overdo it, so I try not to do it all the time. Um, bad shit has happened in the past when I've gone out and partied too much. Uh, we'll probably talk about those in this podcast. Some pretty embarrassing uh, party stories. But I don't really drink that much anymore. I drink at like social events like my birthday or a Christmas or a holiday event. Or, you know, something when we're going out deliberately. But then also, like, I could totally... I don't really drink, like, on my own at, like, home, you know? Not unless we're having like wine with dinner, but I, I really, I like beer sometimes, but uh, I drank, I drank quite a bit on our, our trip to Colorado. We did like a beer and wine tasting thing, but yeah. So it kind of depends. I'm not really a drinker though. Um, that was weird. I just felt like a thud on the ground, but whatever. So then, uh... Yeah, I'm not really a drinker. I like, I like weeds. I really don't do a whole lot of other stuff. Um, maybe like shrooms occasionally. Not even really occasionally, like maybe every couple years, really. Uh, I don't like peyote because it makes me barf. I barf and I know that's the part of it, but why am I going to do something that's going to make me vomit? Why? Why? Fuck that. People are like, you're being a pussy. I don't care. It's nasty. I don't I didn't do this to vomit. It's not what I want to do. And I'm like, I am an ugly puker and an ugly crier, okay? So 
either of those things happening and I'm not happy, alright? Um, but yeah, I really just like weed. Um, I don't smoke cigarettes. Uh, I'm trying not to smoke, uh, like, tobacco blunt wraps or cigar wraps anymore. I'm trying not to do none of that. I really want to just not even burn anything eventually. Um, because lighting anything on fire and breathing in it is not good for you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Don't know what else to talk about. Oh! Some people said it, we were talking about something at work and someone said, uh, something about when they were born, um, cause somebody had a baby or something, this topic came up. And I said, oh, that's a great idea. I should tell how I was born and what like went down or whatever. Cause it was kind of a crazy night. So my mom and dad, uh, had my sister first, my older sister. And then I was the second child, but also the last one. So they only had two, two daughters. And um, they got had to get married quickly when they found out my mom was pregnant with me because of some uh, shit that was going down with my dad at the time. And then I was born, um, you know, nine, eight or nine months later. Um, ovens run hot in my family, and by that means, like, most of the cases of pregnancy in my mom's side, the baby cooks a little faster, it develops faster, so we're technically, we're usually typically born a little earlier than what the date is predicted for, because I was supposed to be born on Thanksgiving, so the 23rd of November, I was born on the 3rd of November, on a Sunday, I think, uh, at like nine something in the morning or something like that. My mom was in labor for a little while, not super long. Um, but so my mom's water broke while she was going to the bathroom. Uh, this is a Saturday night. This is the Saturday night before I'm born. Um, and she's going pee or whatever and she's like I felt this really weird pressure and then suddenly all this water came out and it was not just my pee and so she banged on the wall she's like Bill it's my dad's name Bill um, and he's like what and she's like it's happening <laughs> you know like out of judo and she's like thundercats are go you know like the code word or whatever it's time to go to the hospital so my dad takes my mom to the hospital it is batshit busy because it's a Saturday night in the emergency room. So this place is packed uh, and all the rooms are full. They didn't even have a regular room to put my mom and my dad in to have this, to have me. Um, they put me in like a utility or a janitor's closet, my mom and I and, and my dad and you know, the cart or whatever and the nurse and the doctor. The nurse was squished up against like the sides of this little janitor's closet and uh, my dad was trying to call everybody to tell them you know what was happening and so yeah uh, eventually the doctor and the nurse went away dad was on the phone um, and and whatnot trying to talk to people and my mom's like fuck this I need to go to the bathroom but this baby got to come out. So my mom literally like kind of birthed me herself because no one was really there. Uh, 
and then so I just came right out she said it wasn't hard or nothing no you know tearing or anything that happens during that process she said it was really easy she's like and then I had to go to the bathroom uh she's like so I just kind of held you there till the nurse came back and she helped clean you up or whatever and <laughs> uh so yeah that's how I was born I was born in the closet y'all <laughs> born in the closet literally um but there was all kinds of people in labor or injured and you hear like women screaming down the hall um she said it was it was a really weird night but it was easy the part that was the most important was the easiest part she's like it didn't really hurt that bad uh this this time around some people have the uh when you're going through dilation process to have your baby you're going through labor uh they get the cramps worse when it's the uh, second child but my mom said it really didn't feel that different it, it actually didn't hurt as bad this time for her and she was afraid that the actual birth part where the baby passes through uh she thought that was gonna hurt worse but it didn't at all she's like it was easy easy um but yeah, shout out to all the moms out there that birthed their baby without uh, an uh, epidural or any sort of drugs. Uh, you did it like a champ. You did it natural. Even for the ones that didn't and had to have something. Because I know with some people, like, certain instances where, like, your pubic bone, like, breaks and shit. That, okay. Yeah, you're going to need some drugs because you just broke your fucking, your, your pubic bone or whatever, your pelvic bones have had to shift and somewhat break to birth this baby or whatever sometimes that's happened and the c-section where they cut through the stomach yeah you know what it everybody well done anybody that keeps keeps having babies well done you're it's probably one of the worst pains to ever go through next to being burnt alive which is probably one of the worst ways to die uh childbirth and labor is probably like at least top three if not the worst kind of pain my mom was like, I want you to take your bottom lip and stretch it over your head and stretch it down your back. That's what it fucking feels like. Like you're being ripped in half is what it said. And I, where's what she said? And I was like, um, not sure if that's for me. If I marry a woman, I don't think I'm going to carry just because it's not the pain thing. I just don't think... I need to carry okay I don't think it needs to be a thing I'm not saying it won't be my egg or something if it's anything like that um, but <laughs> I am I no, nope I just can't see it and I don't my body's my mind and my body has always told me it's not for you is basically what I've, I've kind of told my myself I feel like something bad would really happen like I feel like there'd be like a complication or something and I wouldn't want to leave my other, my significant other with the baby and not me to raise, raise the child all its own. So I just think it's a bad idea for me to do it. But if I marry a man, well, I really thought about adopting because, you know, it, there's plenty of kids that need good homes and a good family. And, you know, I've always said... If you raise them, they're yours. Because essentially, you're their role model. They're going to act and behave the way you raise them. So if you raise them, they're yours. Is basically how I see it. 
You remember that meme where that kid's like, you're not my dad. Yeah, bitch, but he pay the bills. He put mo or food in your mouth and he takes care of you. That's your fucking dad, bitch. If something goes down and he's gonna be the one coming, that's your fucking dad, okay? It's like... And there's plenty of kids that don't have parents and I would totally be into adopting. I don't think I'd pay money for a surrogate because I'm not that vain about it. Um, and I know it's not about being vain, but that's so... I physically could probably carry a child. And if I married a guy, I'd obviously be the only one to do it. But... I wouldn't want a surrogate because they still have the option to keep the child after is the problem. So even if we, like, we took my egg and he fertilized it and we took the fertilized egg and had the surrogate mother carry it, she could still technically keep that baby. Unless under contract, but I think in most states they still have the right to the child. And I'd be afraid of all that work. He and I's money and DNA and our gene pool basically being handed over to almost a stranger um, and having it be their choice whether to keep it or not even after this has been set up and done and paid for. I'd be afraid of that. So yeah. Well, so... I just, I, I bet you in the future years, like, if I get into the public eye more, y'all are gonna be like, I thought you said you didn't want to have kids, and then watch me be actually fucking, I'll have like eight kids, that's what's gonna happen. I'm also afraid that if I did have kids, I wouldn't fucking stop, because my mom and dad had to have him get a vasectomy, because my mom was too young to get her tubes tied, and so my dad's like, alright, I'll get a vasectomy, um... Not that they couldn't wrap it up, you know, but the doctor was literally like, you could be having babies potentially every like 10 months, 10 or 12 months, you could have a child. Because uh, my mom was extremely fertile. Um, and so he's like, you have a couple options. You get an IUD. And my mom's like, nope. That's not happening because she was being told that it could cause cancer in the cervix and stuff. And so, or my dad, they said we could do, like, a tie your tubes or whatever. But the doctor didn't want to do that because she was still really young in her early 20s. Um, and then my dad's like, well, I'll just get a vasectomy. We already have two kids. Like, I'll just, you know, get my shit tied or whatever my... Uh, shit snipped or whatever. So my dad got a vasectomy and that's that. Um, but yeah, so my family is like well known for being very fertile, at least my mother and grandmother. Um, I think my great, 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 great grandparents on my dad's side had like fucking like 12 kids. The people that were immigrants, uh, in New York, those ones. Um, and then a separate ancestor from that was a boy that got off of a uh, orphan train during the war with the Nazis. And he was Jewish, but we don't know exactly where he was from. 
all we know is he was adopted by um, a Peyton uh, family, like, I don't know, ancestor couple. It was like an aunt and an uncle. And they adopted this boy off of an orphan train. So we don't know where he's from, but he took their last name, but he's not really their genes. There were other family members that had kids, though, too, but he was literally off of a fucking orphan train. No shit. But anyway, I had to take my earrings out because they were digging into my headphones and I did not like it. Um, but yeah. Well, I hope y'all have a good day. I think I'm going to cut it now and then maybe do another episode. So yeah, enjoy the story, the water story and my birth story and all that other crazy, not so important, but interesting shit, um, going on in my life, so... This has been Puckish Rouge Podcast. Have a good night, guys.